Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bazdira, Kit, and Flick. Last week, the party finally, after months of trying and failing, managed to escape imprisonment by the Mage Ascendant, fled the keep, and are preparing to leave the city of Silfson behind, <laughs> all three <laughs> temple keys in hand. In escaping, however, the adventurers were forced to do some things that are going to stay with them for a long time. How will these three process all that they've had to do to gain their freedom? Will their actions change the course of their lives and this adventure forever? And just what are they going to do next? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. No, no, no. <laughs> that These are too deep of questions that I don't want to... <laughs> they these were are big questions, ones this these, week. these are like shove under the rug questions that I don't want to deal with right now. <laughs> oh, good. Good, good. Like so so Flick, we have learned, Flick, we have learned is a wasp who likes to repress feelings and smile. Exactly. Yes. How, and in a few years, we'll have a mental breakdown. It'll be fine. We'll go to the <laughs> Betty Ford Clinic for a little bit, little R&R. It'll be great. <laughs> I look forward to that episode. This sounds, <laughs> wait, this sounds great. I don't understand right? what you guys are, you're saying this in such a mocking tone. I think it sounds and, lovely. <laughs> and when you wake up screaming from horrible nightmares about bloody hands, you will just repress that and not think about it too much. You don't already do that now? <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. Oh, dear. Pretty oh, sure boy. And reasons. that is where we're going to leave it this week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's That might be a record for the shortest huge. episode that we've ever done. Um, all right. Well, before we can start processing uh, everything that has happened, you all should probably get out of the city because currently yes, right. you are hovering on a winged horse, but not a Pegasus, uh, fly, outside, of the fly, mage ascendant, outside of the Mage Ascendant's bedroom window. So tell me. So yeah, what we goes on? Go. We're flying. Yeah. We're going. Wait, We're no, 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 no. Wait, no, 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 no. Flick, I assume, is uh, in front of Bizdira. Like, if we're doing this, like, double saddle situation, we're on a horse, right? Sure. Okay. Yes. We're, like, on a Pegasus. And It's not a Pegasus. It is, in fact, much odder looking than a Pegasus, but yes. <laughs> so I we're on like a Pegasus. I'm probably prettier and than a Pegasus. I mean, you are oh. definitely prettier than a Pegasus, but it's also very obvious that, like, your wings and your horse form are, like, two different manifestations. Yeah, sure. Whereas, like, a Pegasus, it. like, you know, it all is sort of one thing. Yeah. So, like, it's more like instead of, like, coming out of the back, it's, like, sprouting out of the sides of, like, my stomach or something. Yes. Yes, I think that is exactly right. <laughs> I can't right. help but see it coming out of, like, the horse's neck. Just, like, these oh. little wings. <laughs> See, basically what you're describing is how it would look if I tried to draw it, because I have no artistic (laughs) ability whatsoever. (gasps) Well, nonetheless, we're on a Pegasus, and (laughs) I... I'm so glad that we just had this three-minute conversation. I'm on the front, and I, like, and I hold on to to her horse neck, like, like I'm hugging it, you know? And I lean to her ear, and I say, let's go, kid. We have to go now. And of course, I'm going to roll my eyes because I was already going. <laughs> That's true. He says this as Kit is literally already flying across no, the city. No, this is so no so dramatic. No, you wait. You had to wait until this I is, say that. This is so creepy. This is like the creepy <laughs> uncle whispering in your minute. ear. <laughs> I was going to say, in a minute, those wings disappear and you ain't on a I'm Pegasus no more. Do you, You're on do a you... falling horse. Okay, I'm trying to, okay, to roleplay and nobody else is trying to roleplay. <laughs> 
to role play. Kit is like, I have one minute to get these assholes off of here. That's We're going. exactly right. <laughs> Flick and I are in a fight now. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah, oh. I, I like, t- I, <laughs> I take one of your horse hairs, just one, a single one, and I pull it out. And Listen. I go. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, dad, no okay, fighting. All right. We gotta all right. get out no, of here. No, we're not fighting. We're not fighting anymore. It was just playful banter. Okay. Um, all right. We're all so going to we take a moment and we're all going to have a sip of our morning beverages, of our coffees and our teas. We're just going to take a deep breath after all of that and drink coffee. Are you sure it's coffee? Yes. All right. So Kit, arguing with Flick in horse language, we're, is no, flying we're across done. the city. We're done. All right. Great. Flies across the city. Uh, where? To where? The forest, right? Actually, I'm trying to get outside the city limits. That's my number cool. one goal. Well, um, the coast is... <laughs> I almost said the coast is clear. <laughs> the uh. the coast is closer, right? Like, is... Like, the where the mages' um, quarters were... Correct me keep. if I'm wrong. Yes. Yeah, the keep. Sorry. Sorry, the keep. Um, that was closer to the coast, the wall that is, like, lining the coast... Yeah, Isn't so that it's a drop right off into nothing. It's right off again. It's right up against a cliff. Yeah, a pretty high cliff. Um, but down, you can sort of see down at the bottom, like is where the ocean is, and there, it doesn't look like there's anything down there. I mean, there's a small, like, rocky little mini beach down there, but that sort of goes around as far as you can see, like to the to the north. But yeah, so that is also an option. So I'm thinking, well, that's what I was thinking with two options. We either duck behind the wall really quick and just fly along the edge of the city to the land and the forest, or we just go straight over and risk being seen over the city straight to the forest. Well, I also cast, <laughs> I say cast in six without seconds. trace on us. <laughs> that's so, true. So we are flying um, with that extra bit of protection. Also, I'm assuming that I turned into a black horse so that yep. I would be nice and camouflaged. I buy all of that, yes. Yeah. Great, I love that. Alright, so just let me know, uh, Kit, since you're driving this horse, which way you are uh, going. <laughs> um, I think it's going to make the most sense to go towards the forest since that's the way we know how to Great. And just get go. out of here. Great, yeah. I love it. Make me a perception check, Kit, please. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 13. Oh, so it's like a 21 then. Yes. 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 Just say yes. That's a good number. <laughs> okay, great. Yes. So good. Good passive roll. I mean, good perception roll, because that's what the words are. Um, okay, so as you are uh, flying towards the uh, forest, towards the swamp, rather, which then eventually leads to the forest, uh, you're sort of glancing around, just making sure that, you know, you're not being followed, that nothing's coming after you, checking your, checking your surroundings. And you notice, you all have never really paid much attention to the sea that surrounds the last refuge because you've never been this close to it, I suppose. Um, but you can see just, I mean, ever so faintly, way off in the distance, uh, out across the sea, you can just make out a couple of tiny, t- and I mean tiny, like you you think maybe they're stars at first, just tiny little pinpricks of light way far out across the sea. And you only just glimpse them long enough to realize that they are not, in fact, stars. And then you're too far inland to really take them in. Which direction? <laughs> For the record, listeners, I just got the dirtiest look 
from DM Jazzy Hands <laughs> because to he the has east. to look up something in his notes. To the east. Great. Fascinating. To the east. I'm a horse. I can't communicate this. That's okay. So as we have already stated, you can only fly for a minute, which is probably long enough for you to get like across the city because the keep is at the sort of back end of the city from where you guys entered. Uh, so you can fly for just long enough to get sort of outside of the the city walls on the other side and down into the trees of the swamp. And uh, there you set down and your wings uh, go away. Now, you do have plenty more time in horse form. So talk to me about uh, what's next. Um, Show us the meaning of haste. Yeah, I'm going to keep going. And like if one of my companions like is like, stop that. We need to talk. I'll stop. But I... (laughs) My instinct no, is I think we I'm need to get as far, far away. away from the city. Yeah, we want to leave. Great. Make me um make me a wisdom survival check, please, Kit. Okay. It's all very okay. it's all happening very fast. I just want to see which direction you end up going. A 12? Okay. So not back into the city, so that's good. Um, <laughs> but maybe not on a direct path back out the way you came, but like not the wrong direction. Can Bazira help guide her? So I assumed that you all were helping her and gave okay. her advantage, which canceled the disadvantage of what I assume is a very hurried escape. Okay. Uh, if I'm incorrect in that. Acceptable. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I assumed this is all sort of happening frantically. That's, and, yeah, and that's quickly. pretty reasonable, actually. <laughs> yeah. So I assumed that you two were helping her to cancel it's out also, the It's also nighttime flight. and yada yada. Right. That too. All right. Okay, so Kit, that wild shape lasts for two hours without you having to re-up, is that correct? Yes. You want to spend the whole of it fleeing? Yes. Okay. All right, so you go uh, and you flee through the swamp, and it is dark, and the going, once you're a little ways away from the city, um, you don't necessarily, I mean, you obviously don't stop, but perhaps the, the frantic pace of it slows just enough that, like, uh, yes, you have dark vision, but... You know, it's still the swamp. It's still a little bit slower going. You still do have to be careful for, like, bog holes and things that you might step into and injure yourself, whatever. So it it slows down a little bit once you're a little ways from Sylphson. But out you all travel. And the further out you get, the longer you travel, the closer to the two hours that Kit is marking so that you all don't uh, sit on her, upon her when she transforms (laughs) back into Kit. And everything that has happened... And also just the lateness of the hour begins to wear on all three of you. I mean, you are exhausted in every possible sense of the word, mentally, psychically, physically, emotionally, everything, right? So, you know, the pace sort of continues to to slow as you all get further out and get more exhausted. Uh, And we'll say that you get two hours out. Um, You're not exactly sure where you are in terms of like how close to the edge of the swamp at this point uh, because you've just been going and as you go each of you has been thinking back on everything that the last two months is it about two months has has done to you all Um, so let's take a moment and just sort of Tell me a little bit about what's going through each of your minds as you, I presume, sort of silently spend uh, two hours making your way through the swamps. Who would like to start? Please, not all at once. I can't. That's I, you, It's a podcast. We can't all talk over each other. Oh my god, these faces are horrific. <laughs> Somebody talk. All right, I'll go first. Um, all right, thank you, Bizdira. Inspiration to you. Yeah, I, I had a feeling you would like call on me. So like, I wasn't going to, but since you volunteered and the other two just made faces at me, you can have inspiration. Oh, yay. Thanks. Um, 
So I think she's, I don't know, there's like a a sense of like emptiness, sure. but also a sense of like calm. Like, I think that she wouldn't be, like, she's upset, obviously. Like, she's, oh, of course. She's, she's killed before, obviously, and she's seen like the orc priestess and that whole thing was pretty awful, but she got more of a a satisfaction of the, the end result. But I think this is like facing your abuser. You know, you've been... Sure. He had been um, controlling us for months. And like, that is not something Bizdir likes to do. That is not something that she is okay with at all. Sure. Like, it's completely against every fiber of her being. So it's it was like finally not only a release of just every day of the past two months, it was a sense of like, I don't want to be scared anymore. I don't want to be taken advantage of anymore. Yeah. And and I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, I think that's sort of part of where the emptiness comes from also, because mm-hmm. there's all of that. But on top of it, like, yes, Bizdira has killed before, but not like that. No. Right? So so that, like, those are two very different and I think conflicting sort of, like, uh, things to process. Like, mm-hmm. on the one hand, like you said, like, the freedom from from fear and this person who has been magically controlling you for months. And mm-hmm. on the other hand, killing in a way that is very different and I, I would assume and hope uh, not the way that Bizdira would choose to do that in the future. So, so I think, I think that's great. I think just sort of blanking it all out as best she can for right now. And just sort Mm -hmm. of sitting there very numb and empty is a great sort of response in the immediate. Cause the thing is, is that, I mean, she could have done it in a better way. She could have put the sleeping potion in him and like gone from there. But I think it was a matter of like, she needed to really face her demon and really watch him die. Sure. Um, And no, did. Yeah, and know that like that's it. That's the that's over. There's no more of that. Sure. And I think the when we get out of um when we reached the edge of the city and and got out of the city, I think she probably would have taken like a really shuddering breath and just like yeah, silently started crying a little bit just to like be like we're gone, like we're we're yeah. out. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's move forward on the horse, flick. Um, I think Flick's, he has two main trains of thought. I think first kind of piggybacking off of Bizdira's train of thought. I think he, um, this also sort of reminds him of, uh, his backstory and him like Mm. clobbering his brother over the head just to get away from it all. Sure. Um, and I think once, um, we stop and Flick and Kit is... And Azamar again, and we have a moment to like reflect on this. I think Flick would actually say to Bizdira, you know what? I would have done the same thing. And because when push comes to shove, it's you have to stop seeing the, or you have to see the forest for the trees. Like you have to look big picture and you have to say, even though this is really painful and weird in the moment, it's something you have to do for the long run and the long term goal and, you know, all that kind of stuff. On the, uh, and then the second train of thought was, so distant away that I can't remember what it was. <laughs> um, no, it's Way not. It's so close. It's so on the tip of my tongue. Um, oh, he's he is now distracted. Once he kind of goes through that thought process and sort of grieves in that way, he's going to become a little bit mildly obsessed with the repercussions of everything. I think he's going to start worrying about, A, how to get the amulet out of the box, and B... 
what is going to happen in the morning when they find when the UNT find all these people dead and what's going to happen. So I think that's where his mind starts to go almost immediately after he has time to process what's actually going on. All right. We've heard from the writers. Now let's hear from the horse. Kit? Yeah. Um, I feel like both Bizdera and Flick have uh, said a lot of what Kit is feeling. I think, um, I think while she... While I'm in horse form and we're just moving, I'm going to try my hardest to pull myself into or to put myself in that like so into the physical task that I'm not thinking at all. Yeah. Um, and every once in a while, I think like a little glimmer of like uh, anxiety will come through over like and guilt over what we've done. But at the same mm. time, I think Kit feels so relieved, which I think only fuels her guilt even more because Obviously, Kit doesn't like killing for the sake of killing, and even though it was necessary... <laughs> she doesn't? <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> and even though it was necessary, and like I know in the moment, like Kit was like, yeah, we gotta do what we gotta do, um, I think she feels extremely guilty over that, and then like just similar to Flick, is also like very concerned about what the repercussions are going to be, and where are we going to go from here... And what are we going to do if we can't open the box? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Um, So, yeah, I think it's a trying to repress all those feelings in order to focus on the task in hand. But that's all bubbling very close under the surface. Sure. Okay. So it is a silent and heavy two hours uh, while you all travel through the swamps on Kit. Uh, The two hours come close to their end. And... uh, Presumably you all get off Kit again so that you don't fall on her when she transforms back. And she does transform back. And so tell me, I mean, Flick, you've already said that you're going to talk to Bizdira, but but what's the what's the plan? It's getting late in the evening. Um, you all have had quite a day. You could push through and continue traveling. You could decide to camp here uh, or find a, a reasonable spot here in the swamp to camp. Uh, tell me what's the plan. I feel like Bizdira would... Just even if she's just like on the verge of falling over, she just keep moving, make get as much. I think for a little bit. I think we should. Yeah, I think we should push forward as far as we can without literally getting exhausted. Yeah. Okay. I think we want to keep going until we find a good place to hide, um, so we can rest. But yeah, getting as far away. I also think resting on the day without magic is probably a good idea. So like, yeah, as much as we can keep going forward. Um, and then taking our rest when there is no magic is probably wisest for us. Oh my god, yeah, your faces when you all just realize that that's coming up. <laughs> I completely me, so 100% it's forgot. True. Um, but that's not today, right? That's not the next day. We still had one more day of the full moon, correct? Uh, I think it is. I think it's the next morning, right? Or no, I, I think we have one ca- more day. First you made me check the map. Now you're making me check the no, calendar. Rem- you all are the worst. Because remember, no, I think we have well, one more day because... We didn't I think want we had to go one more day. Night. We didn't want oh, to do it the night Oh, you're right. After, you but... do have one more day because you couldn't do this on the last night of the full moon because they were going to drug you that night. Mm-hmm. So right. yes, tomorrow is the last day of the full moon. Actually, so it's probably have... past midnight now. So you're probably on the last day of the full moon technically. Right. And Which then also the day means... after that. If it's full, this is such a stupid detail that I just thought of, but if it's a, it's a full Damn. moon, we can kind of see a little bit better, right? Like it's a little bit brighter than it usually is. It, or is it yeah, not? Yeah, relatively speaking. I mean, remember, you're also in the swamp, though, and the canopy's mo- fairly thick in most That's places. True, true. But it, yes, it is right. better than it would be, yes. 
Well, I think we should keep pressing on. It's probably a little bit cooler because it's nighttime. So the bugs probably aren't like horrendous right now, question mark. Because I remember the bugs were a thing. Right. It's not, I mean, so in two days, the day of no magic is the summer solstice. So it is It is the height of gross, hot, so vile. It's, dis- it's disgusting. Bugginess. So, uh, yeah. would they be coming near me considering I'm covered in blood? Like, oh, that probably makes it worse, doesn't it? <laughs> it's not, Shit. yeah, it's not good for you. <laughs> so, I mean, she's going to stop just for a little bit to cover herself in mud again. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we do this? Why don't you all make me uh, constitution saving throws while you sort of take this brief respite in between or after uh, Kit's wild shape? And let's just see how we're feeling. None of this will be actual exhaustion, but let's just sort of see how we're feeling. Uh, oh, did Kit crit fail? She didn't crit fail, but, you okay. know, not doing great. Not doing How'd great. How'd she do? Oh, uh, a nine. Okay, I mean, and it makes sense. Like, you were the one who just ran the three of you across the swamp for two hours. So, like, you're quite tired. Yes. Uh, flick. 12 plus 2 is 14. Okay, I mean, it's been a long day. You, you know, definitely feel like you could push on Bizdira. 12. It's beginning to wear on you, but like you said, like the adrenaline of the moment and just wanting to get away is going to continue. Kit, you could force yourself to go, but you know, you're not going to be able to. Uh, another two hours in wild shape running with the two of them on your back feels oh, like more than you can handle. Well, I don't have any wild shapes left, so. Oh, it's a good thing that that feels like too much then, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ruin my narrative description. Um, cool. That's All right, what so we're you all are here for. Fine. Yeah, I know. Well, they're fine. It's, you know, it's wearing on you, but you can definitely keep going. Uh, so that is is what you do. Now, you're looking as you go for a relatively safe-ish or, or well, well-protected place to, to rest. Mm-hmm. Let's have yeah. survival checks from all three of you then as you go. Biz, dear. So I'm proficient. <laughs> and, Uh-oh. And I have a, a, a plus five, but I think the whole thing is taking its toll and she got a seven. <laughs> Seven, yeah, that was what my guess was. It didn't feel like a crit fail, but it did not feel good either. All right, Flick. I'm glad I switched dice because I crit, so that's a 23. All right. Uh, Kit. Yeah, similar to Bizdira, despite my proficiency, that was an eight. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the two of you are just, I mean, just done. Flick, though, you managed to, I mean, you can sort of, with that, you tell me how, how long you want to go before you... Uh, stop because you can sort of find a, a safe space at whatever point you you desire. Um, and you can, in fact, I'm describe say, the safe space to me as yeah, well. Yeah, I think I'm going to say, just judging by how we are as a group, feeling pretty exhausted, I'm going to say we go like maybe another hour, hour and a half. Okay. And okay. I would say the last, he's distracted for an hour, um, like still thinking and still like, I think our brains are, you know, the gears are turning. And then I think once he realizes, oh, actually, we have to rest. For the last 30 minutes of that, he's going to start really um, uh, picking apart with his eyes, like trying to, you know, find a good place. And I think he finds um, a sort of, uh, in a swamp, think of like a swampy glade where there's like a, like maybe like a um, little clearing with like a, a ring of trees around like that are very well you know um littered with foliage and things like that so that we can sort of 
um, and it's dry-ish, not completely, but you know, it's it's good enough that maybe we can ward off some things from seeing us. Maybe. <laughs> As you describe that, have you have any of you seen Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. Yes. So I'm imagining that like clearing that like lights up before they kill the first girl. Yeah. Like the the no spoilers, but like because if you haven't seen it, oh my god, go watch it. It's October. I've been watching a horror movie every day since the month started, and so should you. DM and one Jazzy of them hands should be made, in the woods. DM Jazzy hands made me watch that movie. Was it four years ago? This Halloween, something like that. Yeah, yep. I think so. And I hated. I have now watched that movie twice this month, uh, and I've made people in my cast watch it, and it's the best so go watch it anyway all right great so that's what you find uh it feels like a fairly well protected like you said good good trees for for protection and climbing and such uh and you all set up now you setting up on the ground or in the trees oh definitely on the ground i don't think the trees is wise unless other people think differently i I would fall out of a tree (laughs) (laughs) i will basically do whatever you guys do at this point like i'm kind of running on um automatic sure Sure, I yeah. think even like covering ourselves in mud to kind of camo too is like a fine thing. Okay, let's do it. Sure. Do, do the ground? Yeah, the ground. Okay, uh, great. Uh oh no, I feel I, like spiders um, are coming. So my other the spiders are coming. My other assumption, and feel free to correct me, but my other assumption is that I, I'm not sure that that there's going to be any watch taking, or at least successful watch taking. But you tell me. You could certainly try. I feel try. like we should try, yeah. Yeah. I feel like That's we fine. should try. Flick Who's we'll taking first. the first one? Okay, great. Give me a another constitution save, Flick. I rolled a 17, so that's a 19. Okay, it is the most unpleasant watch you've ever taken, but you do manage to stay awake, forcing yourself awake. There's a lot of slapping and jogging in place and such, uh, <laughs> but you do manage to stay awake and alert for the first two hours. And it's also incredibly tense because, you know, you're a ways out from the city now, at least as far as you can tell. But, like, are you being followed? Have they noticed yet? What's happening, right? Um, Okay, who's taking second watch? I think Kit should because the wild shapes. Or, no, sorry, I think Bazdira should. I feel like... I think Kit should take the second rest. Yeah, I was like, reverse that. (laughs) I was like, wait. Because the wild shapes. All right, so Bazdira, you get up uh, and go ahead and make me a... Uh, you know what? Go ahead and also make me a constitution saving throw. Two hours is not a ton of time to... 18. Okay. So, again, like, the two hours that you did sleep before this watch managed to um, sort of revitalize you enough that you're able to to force yourself to stay awake. Uh, and, Kit, that leaves you. Give me a constitution saving throw with advantage, because you now have gotten four hours of sleep. Wow. Thanks, guys. Oh, I needed that advantage. <laughs> a 19. I thought you might. Yeah, okay. So at this point, like, you're feeling a little bit more like yourself, um, relatively speaking, anyway. All right. So uh, the three of you really don't hear much of anything going on uh, throughout the night. Nothing sort of approaches you. It seems that Flick did well in selecting uh, this location. You can thank that natural 20 for all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Okay. Um, All right. So and then ha- Flick explodes. Flick is dancing and uh, he explodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got a short rest in, yeah. Uh, you he all can actually have a long beautifully. rest. Oh, cool. Yay! Yay! Yes, you can have a long rest here. Um, however, 
so the last, what I, the gift that I will give you is because there's only three of you, taking watches is difficult because uh, you have to sleep for six hours and you can watch for two, but the whole rest has to be eight hours, which means that there's a two hour block of time that isn't really watched unless one of you wants to skip your rest. I will allow the three of you to sleep for those extra two hours and nothing happens during that. So you can all get proper reasonable six hours of sleep. Um, so during those two hours, though, that you are all asleep, which I think is the last two hours before the morning, before the end of the rest, you all can make me wisdom saving throws, please. No. Flick. I rolled a 12, so that is an 18. Yeah. Uh, Kit. 16. Bizdira. 8. <laughs> okay. Uh, so at the end of your rest, uh, the three of you wake up to, uh, well, the two of you, Flick and Kit, wake up to Bizdira screaming. Uh, Bizdira, you wake up screaming. Um, <laughs> uh, and you wake up, the two of you wake up and you, you look over and you see Bizdira and she's sat bolt upright in her bedroll, screaming and just rubbing her hands like she's trying to get something off of them. I'm flashing back to Sleep No More and Lady Macbeth yes, in a bathtub. Exactly. Exactly what that is. Yes. Yeah. As the two of you, Flick and Kit, sort of get, you know, process for, a, you know, take that two seconds to, like, figure out what the hell is going on, right? Um, you realize that the two of you didn't wake up screaming, but you two also had some pretty gnarly dreams. Um, the details of them are not clear to you. You just remember flashes. There's a lot of blood. There's feeling of very, like, heavy weight on you. Just little flashes of things like that. Not not good, but uh, you did all manage to, to sleep and, and gain the, the benefits of a long rest, but it was not a peaceful sleep for any of you, and obviously particularly for Bizdira, who is, who is uh, still not entirely in control of herself. Great. I'm going to try to slap Bizdira. <laughs> Sorry, we did not to have screaming. <laughs> Make me an unarmed strike attack roll, please. I'm assuming that's plus nothing, right? <laughs> uh, it's plus your strength and your proficiency. Oh, that's not so bad. I, that's an 18. Okay, so that'll hit Bizdira. Um, what's your strength modifier? <laughs> plus zero. Okay, great. So, uh, Bizdira, she... And you really, like, are hauling off and slapping her, yeah? I mean, you're getting a good... A good hit in, yeah? Yeah, I need her to stop screaming. <laughs> Alright, so Bizdira, you do take one point of bludgeoning damage, but you do also sort of snap out of snap out of this horrible memory. I'm, I'm wondering how she would react to that. So am I. I mean, I think, oh, I was just gonna say, as soon as I slap you, I for sure am gonna hug you and be like, I'm sorry, but we need to be <laughs> I think, quiet. I think the first thing she would do is uh, kind of uh, wrestle her until she's on top, until Biz is on top. And then she'll kind of okay. come to be like, like about to like punch her in the face, and then realize what's happening. Cool. Make me a, a strength athletics check, Bizdira, and flick a kit. You can make me either strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics. That's twenty one. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. So without too much trouble, Bizdira just whoop poo. Hit uh, pins pins Kit to the ground as she described, and but then, like you said, you sort of snap out of it before you before yeah. you actually haul off it, and punch her. It's one of those. Ah, 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 ah. 
I wish you could. You all could see her face. That was that was some really great. That was some really great uh, face acting. Some really good facting. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's quite the start to your day. Tell me more. I would. Uh, I want to like. Uh, is well, we have our water skin. Is there? I assume there's no water in our water skin. Um, no, I don't suppose that there is. Why? Why would you say that? <laughs> well, I was just trying to be realistic. Like there wouldn't be after so long without having it. Um, oh, I also need you all to thank you for reminding me in a very oblique way. Uh, I need you all to make Constitution saving throws with advantage because uh, I assume that now that you're back in the swamp, since you mentioned it, you all remember to sort of protect yourselves from the bugs. But they are. Still a thing. Oh, I'm glad I had that advantage. (laughs) Uh, Kit. Uh, 13. Fine. Bizdira. So I crit failed, but I also crit. So... (laughs) Really feast and famine here. All right, so you're totally fine. Uh, And Flick. That's an 18, but my other one was a crit fail. (laughs) Woof. You guys. All right. I'm getting them out on on advantage rolls, though, so... That's true. That's true. So I'm still a wanderer, so food and water shouldn't be too much of a problem. Oh, that's right. You yeah. are, that's right. You're an outlander, right? Yeah. So yes, uh, Bizdira is able to supply you all with food and water without without much trouble. Uh, it does take ways. some time to go yeah. forage, but she is able to, to find it because it is available. I feel like she's just always kind of foraging, especially in an area like a swamp. Like, she's just keeping an eye out. Sure, sure, totally. And I can also prepare, uh, create or destroy water if we need it on demand. Yeah, to- totally. Yeah. Actually, that probably, and Bizdira could tell you this, that probably is a good call just because, like, you're in a swamp and the water is... Yeah, who knows I mean, where you the could, nearest clean you water could is. Do, yeah, you could find, but it would not be much and it would take a lot of work to, like, get the clean water. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably a good call. Great. I did that. <laughs> I did that. You're you're preparing create food and water kit. Yes, or I just the third level destroy water. I think that's a first level spell. Yeah. Oh, I I've got create food and water. Oh. Which I feel like you should have too. Is that also a druid spell? I believe it is. I don't see it. You said it's third level. Yeah. I don't see it on here. Oh, oh well, then I have it. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, Bizdira can definitely take care of. Bizdira can definitely take care of food for you all. I just imagine oh, yeah, Bizdira like running through swamps trying to catch frogs. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, Perfect. That's my first. Must image. have protein. I love that. So that takes a little while. Uh, foraging kit, magically creating some clean, fresh water. Kit and Flick both preparing new spells, which you have done. I'm actually and, going um, to, before we move forward, I'm going to go ahead and cast aid just in case on us because I'm kind of worried. Okay, great. Yep, great. So everybody gets five additional hit points uh, to your max and your current for eight hours. Um, and so let's, now that you all are stopped, what is le plan? Le uh, plan We're going back is to the temple, as follows. We? Well, we have to make our way back to the temple. Um... But should while we have good cover and we are in this nice little swampy glade that I came up with on the spot, um, <laughs> should we? I'm. I think Flick is actually going to take out the box after his meditation and try okay. and look at the box, observe the box, investigate the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a preposition workshop, except those weren't prepositions. Uh, next no, to the box, verbs. on top of the box, under the box. Uh, great. Okay. So you do that. It is a box. 
There does not appear to be a visible, like, lock that one might put a key in. Uh, but also, the lid doesn't open. Um, okay. And we... <laughs> remind me, we dispelled magic for the glyph of warding. Correct. Um, but did I did not try to dispel magic on a magical lock. Correct. Okay. Then I'm going to cast Dispel Magic on the box. <laughs> Fantastic. Roll percentile. Oh, you have to roll percentile twice because you also cast aid and kit. You have to roll percentile because you cast create water. I was wondering uh. when you were going to figure that out. Yeah. You're the guys are the worst. So I was going to bring it up for the aid. I didn't think about for the create water, but um, I, 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 I had faith that you were going to figure it out. So Yes. Let's start with the create water because I think that was the first one that probably got cast. So Kit, what was your roll? Um, a 24. <laughs> I don't know if this, I don't think this one's happened to you all. Uh-huh. Uh, so you create water, and this is the first time you've cast this spell, right? Yes. So it's actually really sort of, in, it's one of your more interesting spells to like watch you cast. Because basically like what you do is you, you have your staff, right? And it sort of begins to glow softly, the glyphs on it, like always. Um, and you're casting. And it looks like uh, your arm sort of turns like a, a sort of is a bluish, like water, pure water color, right? Uh, that sort of like flows down your arm into your hand and out into the container. And so that happens, but the the blue then, like, as it gets to your fingertips, you're, the container is filled with water, but it turns around, and the blue starts going back up your arm, and then past your arm, and into the rest of your body, and by the time the spell is complete, your entire body is blue. <laughs> A vibrant, nice. bright blue. Great. Love it. That's exciting. she's not drowning them. It's fun. No, this doesn't seem to be like water that's filling her up. She's just blue. But like, okay. just my my um, skin ba, is blue um, and my hair ba, is blue, um, or my clothes are blue too. Uh, no, just your like your skin. Yeah. Okay. I've got another riddle for you. Don't do anybody. Veruca salt, <laughs> or I no, not Veruca salt. The violet. You're, You're turning, turning violet, violet. Violet. I thought you were gonna say. I'm blue. Also a great option. Good one. Good one, Kit. Thank you. All right. right, So that happens when Kit uh, gives you all water and it perhaps provides a a, a much needed moment of of levity. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think so. It doesn't seem to be going away, but it's okay, I guess. All right. So then Flick casts aid on you all because he's a nervous Nancy. Uh, and what's your percentile roll for aid? That was a 26. He also turns blue. No, we've just done this one a bunch. All right, this is one that I'm officially now retiring, uh, which I've done to a couple of them, actually, to keep things interesting. So this is one that we're going to retire. Uh, but for right now, uh, you get a third eye on your forehead and have advantage on wisdom perception checks I that rely that. on sight. And I've got to do one more, correct? Uh, you do have to do one more, yes. 51. Okay, and this one is, what do you cast? Oh, the Dispel Magic. Oh, interesting. All right. Um, so as you cast it, up next to you pops up. Uh, it sort of startles you for a moment, because uh, you think maybe it's some sort of trap from the box. Uh, but you look and you realize that it's just this little spectral shield that is hovering next to you and moves with you. Yeah. Cool. How fancy. It's going to disappear in a minute, but it's sort of cool. All right, uh, but also, uh, you cast the spell. Does anything happen on the... Uh, I'm going to try and open the box. It opens. It opens. Huzzah! It opens. Huzzah! I'm going to reach and in inside, and pull out the amulet. Inside is an amulet shaped and sized approximately like the shimmer scale, uh, except this has a metal chain around it so that you could wear it around your neck. And there it is. 
So I'm going to lift it up very dramatically with my right hand. I'm going to drop the box very dramatically. Falls on your toe. And I'm going to look to Bizdira and hand it to her slowly. Oh, Lord. I feel like Bizdira is kind of fighting herself on this a little bit. Yeah. Because, and so here's why. Not because it belonged to the Mage Ascendant, but, but because of what, what it represents. And sure. I think before she puts it on, she's going to say to them, I will never use this against you or any of my friends. Thanks. <laughs> Th- thanks. Uh, Kit is going to nod solemnly in response to that. It just What a strange turn of events that Kit, the one who likes to charm everyone, is not getting her hands on the enchantment artifact. It is what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, you that's can, the thing. You can like, switch. Yeah, we can always switch, but that, yeah. I, oh, yes, mean, I can't use a shield, so it makes no sense for me to wear it, to switch to- with Kit. Well, yeah. Sh- sure. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Um, great. Okay. So, Bizdira, you have this key. Uh, you can feel that there is something, you know, as you sort of focus on it, that there is something to it. Uh, but the other two can tell you that at least for their two keys, uh, the attunement process required a full eight hours of uh, meditation and concentration on it. So when, uh, if and when you want to go through that process is entirely up to you. Yeah, I think for now, um, if we're ready to move, let's move. And I'll yeah. do it later, but um, yeah, she will kind of put it on and tuck it into her robes. Okay. But she'll Definitely. still try to keep a layer of something between her and it, because she's still kind of skeeved out. Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. Uh, so you've got it. You're not attuned to it, so I'll tell you what it does once you attune to it. Yeah. And we're moving? We're moving. Yeah, we gotta yeah. go. Okay. Um, do you guys want, should I wild shape into something? Will that be faster? Uh, are we uh, gonna... That will be faster. Miss Toad... Wild ride this again. That's that's what I was thinking. That's probably why. Please and thank you. I love <laughs> Please it. and thank you. Great. Okay. So yes, that's fine. Also, let's have. I will take survival with advantage from whichever of you has the best survival, assuming that you're all working together to head the correct direction. I believe that's Bizdira. I believe so too. Kit, what's your modifier for survival? Plus six. Oh, actually, she might be better. Oh. Yeah, I'm a plus five. Okay. All right, so Kit, go ahead and roll survival with advantage then. Okay, let's hope my dice want to play. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a 22. Okay. So you get a much, now that you're sort of refreshed, you get a much better bearing on where you are. You realize that you didn't really go quite in a straight line, like back towards the temple. You sort of wandered off course a little bit, which is not super surprising. Uh, but now you can sort of get a sense of, you know, you sort of, you climb a tree or something, I don't know, and sort of figure out where you are, get your bearings, and you can set a course uh, for, for the temple. Um, you know it'll take days, several days to get there, because that's how long it took to get here, but at least you're going the right direction, and you are uh, safely far, it seems, from the city of Silfson, from which you've heard no no anything yet. So that's a little nerve-wracking, but there it is. Yeah, uh, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, and so off you head towards the temple, all three keys in hand, and that is where we are going to leave it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge, a very uh, roleplay and sort of uh, cleanup heavy episode, <laughs> uh, but I think one that was very necessary after the excitement that we've had for the last couple of weeks. So thanks. 
If you enjoyed your listening experience, it would be autumnal if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you download your podcasts from. The more five-star ratings and reviews we get, the better our placement on those sites. The better our placement, the more people we get to listen. We are always wanting to grow the family, so tell your friends, tell your family, uh, but also leave us a review. It doesn't have to take long, uh, and we really appreciate it. We will read any five-star reviews you all lead for us on air uh, as soon as we receive them. Also, I only have access to uh, American iTunes reviews, so if you've left us one and you don't live in the United States, send us a tweet or an email and let us know and I will happily read it. I'm just, I'm very sorry if you think that I'm ignoring you. I am not. But iTunes is kind of weird about that. Remember that, as I said, you can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at at dndlastrefuge. That's at d, the letter n, d, lastrefuge. Follow us, let us know what you think of the show, and you can, of course, email us at dndlastrefuge refuge at gmail.com we also as you are probably aware by now have a patreon page our generous patrons pledge a monthly sum of as little as one dollar in exchange for membership in an inner circle of fans who get access to all sorts of cool benefits and perks like bonus content early access to certain episodes character sheets and more check out everything you can get your hands on at patreon.com slash dnd last refuge that's patreon spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n right now we want to thank some of our awesome patrons thank you so very much to our shimmer scale tribe leaders Los Vargases and Eliyahu of Merck Grove. If you want to get a shout out on the show, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron. We do, of course, also still have our website with character and player bios, fan art, a link to the Patreon, and all kinds of other cool stuff. Our web address is www.dndlastrefuge.com. I'm not sure if it's up on the website yet, but uh, at least one of us, myself, is going to be at PAX Unplugged in Philly next month. Are any of the rest of you coming, Kit? Are you coming? Oh, Kit will also be there. Fantastic. So if you're going to PAX Unplugged in Philly, uh, let us know and come find us and say hi. More on that as the dates get closer. We want to thank BattleBards for providing a lot of the fantastic music you hear on our show and D&D Beyond for being generally amazing in every way possible. Check out both of those services at BattleBards.com and DndBeyond.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Mistira, Kit, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. Make me a perception check, Kit, please. Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, are you? Well, I think actually it's the same as my passive. If you rolled a ten, it's the same as your passive. Uh, oh, it is. Wait, what? Y'all, too early for this. Um... <laughs>